This is Online Dating Profile Rating. Scott and Emily get their hands on an online profile and they overhaul it. Who knows? Maybe yours could be next. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Lucky episode number 13 of Online Dating Profile Rating. I'm your host, Emily McKay. I'm your other host, Scott McKay. And you know what, Emily? We're going to do something completely different today. Oh, we certainly are. We are going to read a letter from one of our listeners. Yes, this is all the way from Ghana, West Africa. It goes something like this. There's something I've actually been wanting to share with you. I happen to have met a guy online eight months ago, and we have been chatting since then. We don't chat frequently as we used to chat anymore. He calls once in a week or two and asks how I'm faring. I don't send him text messages like I used to anymore either. He keeps telling me he loves me and cares about me and that I can call him anytime I want. Actually, he gave me his home number and two cell phones that he uses. He is 43 and I'm 33. We were chatting a week ago and something came up about a male friend and he asked whether the person is just a friend of mine. I sensed a jealousy there. I am a single parent and he asked me if I would like to have kids again. I said yes and he said then he will be the father. He feels that there's a big gap coming between us. We have never met in person. We only chat with webcam, but he also keeps telling me not to give up on us just yet. Also, I don't want to make love to anyone until I get married someday. Do you think I should tell him the next time we have a chat? Thanks for being there. God bless. Very interesting. I bring this up today because not only did we get that email just this afternoon, about an hour ago, but I think it brings up something that is a huge red flag Anytime anyone gets involved with online dating. That they stay online and don't ever seem to meet? Yes. Here you have a situation where two people have built a very serious amount of depth with each other and have never even met each other before. There's always something wrong. There's something there that would lead me to believe that there's something wrong. Well, what's wrong here is they've gone eight months and have never met before. What is keeping these two people from meeting? Well, if it's distance, I would say even after eight months, somebody would have gotten on a plane and seen the other one. Right. Especially if they're using the L word. Right. So here you have all this time invested in this relationship. You have people who are mature enough to know better, 43 and 33 years old, chatting, text messaging, calling each other. Now, assuming they're in different countries, you have international phone call charges being applied here. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it isn't Skype we're talking here. We're talking cell phone numbers and the whole shooting match. Now they're talking about thinking that they're losing each other, talking about children, getting jealous about other men in, in her life. All these situations that are pitfalls for people who do know each other for eight months and have actually met each other. Well, what's interesting, it sounds to me that she's wanting to give up, or possibly, and he's telling her not to give up on us yet. So... But yeah, he's not doing anything about it. Yes, it's a very, very strange situation. But you know what happens when people get online, they start being in love with the fantasy involved with this other person. And it almost becomes you can't actually meet the other person because that could kill all this fun we're having. Right. But ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, this is dangerous because you build all that time into this relationship. You're nothing more than pen pals. You're living out a fantasy based on something that is not going to even be close to reality until you two meet each other. Well, you know, there's something else we haven't touched base on yet. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a possibility that he's married. 
Oh, yes, he could be hiding something. I doubt that she's hiding something because she's being very forthright in this email. But talking about, you know, do I tell him that I'm not going to be having sex with anyone till marriage? I mean, first of all, that's been eight months. And he doesn't even know where she stands on that. If these two ever met each other after this long not meeting each other, it'd be a disaster. Right. There's no way it could go as planned because there's going to be such a richness and depth to the fantasy that something isn't going to be as planned when they meet each other. No, the expectation is going to be messed up. So what would you say, Emily, to people who find themselves in danger of getting into this long-distance communication and their emotions getting all wadded up in it? I would highly recommend for, especially in this situation and many others that are very similar to this, to end that particular relationship. It's not going anywhere other than just a train wreck. It's inevitable that it's going to be destroyed in the end. And all you're going to have is pain and left with nothing. Wasted time. Especially with women. If we want kids, our biological clocks are ticking. And the last thing you want to be is she's 33 now. If she waits on him a couple more years, she's going to get to the point she's going to feel, oh my gosh, i got to do something now. She might hit the road of desperation and settle for somebody. Yeah, I can see that coming too in this woman's life. So just to tie up this, um, this discussion, and we thank you for your letter, by the way, and we don't mean to be hard on you. We just want you to get a good, solid dose of the truth based on our own experiences, hi, Emily. It's going to be more painful not hearing the truth and experiencing the pain that's going to come. And you know, Emily, we actually talk about it in our book, Deserve What You Want. In a couple sections there, we talk about the outcome from two people who've been chatting or talking for a long time, what happens when they finally meet each other. I call it, I'm frustrated version 1.0 and I'm frustrated version 2.0. If you are long distance from each other and you meet each other, the first thing that can happen is you get off the plane are immediately disappointed and can't wait to get on the next plane home. That's I'm disappointed version 1.0. All that time, all that money expended for what? Disappointment. The second version, version 2.0, is you have this incredible weekend or time together with this person. You are sure that you're made for each other. It was just a fairy tale of a weekend. Then what? You get on the plane and fly home. Right. And then then you're on your own again. Yes. And then someone's life is going to have to be dramatically uprooted for this relationship to be able to come to fruition. Suffice it to say, it is incredibly challenging to have something good come from a long-distance relationship that started online. Yeah, especially if you're talking about a man or a woman coming from another city of a long distance. You never know what their secret life is on the other side. Exactly. So we've got a profile to do this week, as always. We do. We have another woman. We kind of wanted to catch up because we did a few weeks in a row where we profiled guys. Here we have another woman. Tell us about her, Emily. Okay. Well, her um, first part is pretty generic. It's Sally Hmm. looking to meet Harry. Yes. Well, that's from when Harry met Sally. Right. I don't know. I kind of like it. Eh. It's a movie reference. And then, plus she's a strawberry blonde and her username has the Spanish word for strawberry. That's kind of creative. Yeah, it is. But I like this picture that she has posted of herself. She has this beautiful pink shirt. The background is very nice. It complements her skin tone. It's just a very nice picture. Very flattering. She doesn't have makeup. You can tell that this is what you can expect to see. Yeah, she's 44 years old and she looks fantastic for her age. That second picture, though, what's up with that? I showed you this one. Yeah. I was noticing she's right there next to a guy. She cropped him out. and We all know I cannot stand that. Yeah, we're just getting sick of harping on that. But what's the important part? But what I noticed is her hand is on his shoulder. She has a wedding ring on. Such poor taste to put pictures of yourself with your ex-husband. Well, you know, it could be one or two things. 
and I think it's probably her ex. Ladies, pay attention to this when you look at pictures and the guy says he's divorced. Mm. If he's showing a picture of a wedding ring and it's a very recent picture, it could be that he's not divorced but separated or not separated at all. So something to keep out for. Yeah, or they haven't been divorced very long. One or the other, something, but just something as a red flag to to be alert to, to verify. Well, even though it is in poor taste, I agree with you, Emily. It goes beyond that. You need to ask this woman whether it's a separation or there's a finality in this divorce. Or if this might be an old picture. Yes. She's got two kids already, doesn't want to have kids. At least she's honest about that. And again, she's got this very narrow income of 50000 to 75000 that she's looking for in a guy. Why are women doing that? I guess we don't know. But she doesn't give anything about her own income. Maybe she wants the guy to be in her income range with her or maybe slightly above. But it seems like women a lot of times have a very narrow income range. Do you think women are really going to say, you know what, you make seventy five dollars to $100,000 a year, I'm going to skip you? I've never come across that before. I don't think they're skipping a guy who makes more than that. Probably not. I think in this case, the woman's putting fifty dollars to $75,000 because she wants a guy who is financially solvent and can help support her, but doesn't want to look like a gold digger. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. That was my thought too. Ladies, you don't have to be ashamed of that. You can go for a guy who is a good provider unashamed. Just like guys, you can go for a pretty woman without any shame. Deserve what you want and then go get what you deserve. We're all about that. So she has some things that she's written out here. She did a nice job on it. It's still a litany of things she likes doing in the narrative portion. You know, I want someone to share some laughs with, stimulating conversations, good times. If it leads to more than friendship, that's great. If not, that's fine too. Man, could there be anything more generic about this? She's not looking for a relationship. It doesn't seem that way. At least it doesn't come across that way. I think she's probably been through a divorce. She's had enough of it. She's probably just looking to enjoy someone's company. Yeah, and she has, I'm always willing to try and learn new things. Guys see that and go, oh, sex. Right. Yeah, so ladies, again, be very, very careful about the message you're communicating in your profiles. And then she's just got a list of what she likes. Then she says she's very compassionate, honest, and loyal person. Now, if someone has to tell us how honest and loyal they are. <laughs> that's it. That's a red another flag. Clue. Yeah, it really is. Don't talk about how honest and loyal you are, folks. That's something you demonstrate. So, again, here we have a woman whose pictures look good, a few minor tweaks, and I think that uh, she would have an outstanding profile, but got to get those minor tweaks done. Mm-hmm. You can email us. Mine is scott, S C O T, at date2order.com. That's D A T E T O O R D E R.com. And mine's Emily at date2order.com. Also, if you would like to have your profile completely overhauled and get some direct input from us on how you can succeed at first emails, first interactions, and even first dates, feel free to get that kind of coaching from us by visiting www.datetoorder.com. My name is Scott McKay. And I'm Emily McKay. Be good. And have fun. This episode has been brought to you by chanceforlove.com. Hey guys, let me tell you something. I used to be skeptical about the whole Russian brides thing myself, but I've been to chanceforlove.com and I've looked around and there's some amazing women out there. So go ahead and check it out. That's chanceforlove.com with an F-O-R in the middle, chanceforlove.com. Also by datings.com. Check out datings.com for all free, all the time online dating. You don't ever have to pay them a single penny and you could find the person of your dreams. So whether you're a man or a woman, check out datings.com. That's D-A-T-I-N-G-Z, datings.com. And finally, by Match.com. 
Hey, Emily and I met on Match.com, so you know our recommendation couldn't be any higher that you check it out for yourself. Match.com is the world's largest online dating site, and for good reason. So go to www.deservewhatyouwant.com front slash match, and you can check out Match.com right from our own site. Why not stop just thinking about it and actually go give it a try today? Hey, Emily and I are sure glad we did. Copyright 2007, X and Y Communications. Be sure to visit Scott and Emily on the web at www.datetoorder.com. Scott and Emily's other podcast is the X and Y on the Fly Dating Podcast. Check it out.